morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. The date is October 15th. We've got a fun little anniversary today that's also pretty topical, seeing as it will be returning uh, later this month. But Curb Your Enthusiasm, the beloved comedy improv comedy show, premiered on this day in 2000, 21 years ago. Um, it was originally a one hour long special that aired in 1999 um, called Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm that he kind of envisioned as being a one time project, but then people loved it so much. And so they put the show together. And I think just a fun fact about the show that I don't think a lot of people know is that almost all of the dialogue in Curb Your Enthusiasm is improvised. Larry gives sort of a structure to the scenes and what needs to happen in each scene. But the dialogue is pretty much entirely improvised by the actors, which I feel like knowing that when you watch the show, it makes it so much more interesting and just more admirable how the actors are able to do these ridiculous comedy scenes just sort of off the cuff. Part of why we bring it up is because the 11th season, which has been much anticipated, is going to premiere on Sunday, October 24th. If you don't know, the show was on for a long time in the early 2000s, and then took about a 10-year break and then started re-airing again about two years ago. Um, and the 11th season is set to come back. So it's an exciting time for Curb fans. And with that, I can dive into a little piece of NFT news from the day. NFTs. Viacom CBS, which is the media company behind a vast array of different iconic IP, everything from Nickelodeon to MTV, all the characters owned by those properties, um, is finally getting into the NFT game. They announced on Wednesday that they would be partnering with the NFT company Recur to create a platform intended to bring some of these beloved characters and themes from their shows into the collectible space. And an interesting aspect of this partnership is that they plan to keep the collectibles chain agnostic is the term they use, meaning that they won't be tied to a specific blockchain, like whereas right now a lot of um, platforms will launch on Ethereum or on Wax on a blockchain, they're actually going to be chain agnostic. And so then they'll work to integrate certain digital payment methods, even using credit cards or debit cards. The co-CEOs of Recur, Trevor George and Zach Brooks said, Viacom CBS is one of the first major media and entertainment companies to enter the metaverse in a significant way. And our chain agnostic approach will provide fans the widest range of utility, as well as unprecedented access to their favorite shows and franchises. And this platform right now is set to launch sometime in spring 2022. So hopefully we'll be getting, you know, SpongeBob SquarePants in the metaverse and NFT form soon. I'm excited for that. Kobe, what's going on in the sports world? Sports. Yeah, so this weekend, Sean Taylor, one of the greatest NFL free safeties of all time, is set to become the third Washington football franchise player in the team's history to have their number retired. You know, Sean Taylor is a guy that in his short career for the Washington football team made two per goals and tallied 12 interceptions. Obviously, his career was cut a little bit short due to his tragic death at the age of 24. Nonetheless, his family will have a really special day on Sunday when his number is retired ahead of the Washington football team's game against the Kansas City Chiefs. The team has also announced that it will rename a road that leads to the stadium, Sean Taylor Road. It's a really, really nice right there. Shifting over into baseball, it'll be the LA Dodgers that will be advancing to the National League Championship Series to take on the Atlanta Braves after their big victory last night over the San Francisco Giants. It came right down to the bottom of the ninth. Dodgers were up 2-1 to one with Max Scherzer on the mound, one out to go. And it was a really harsh ending for the San Francisco Giants as they were called for a check swing when the batter didn't really seem to follow through with his swing. Nonetheless, the umpire called them out and that's how the game ended. Great season for the Giants, won over 100 games. I think it was 106 or something like that, but the Dodgers are going to be the ones that are heading into the National League Championship Series and what should be a great matchup against the Atlanta Braves. Can't wait for that. Charlie, you got some news in the culture world. 
collectibles. Yeah, this is sort of a fun art sort of collectible piece. I feel like the world of collectibles and traditional art are sort of blurring with NFTs right now, but Banksy's self-destructing painting, which I think that the self-destruction happened about three years ago at this time, how time flies, but that painting now sold for $25 million yesterday. So the painting was Girl with Balloon, which was the Banksy painting that was made infamous when it self-shredded through its own frame, kind of setting Twitter ablaze when that happened. Um, and it was just sold again, the half-shredded version, for ultimately a massive profit. The painting, which is called Love is in the Bin, sold for $1.4 million back in 2018 at Sotheby's when the landmark event took place and it shredded. Um, and then it was placed for auction again yesterday and it sold for $25.4 million. $24 million profit sounds pretty good. The sale broke Banksy's own record. Their previous painting showing a boy playing with a toy nurse as a superhero had sold for more than $20 million, but this is now Banksy's record. Um, and with that, we can hop over into the gaming world. Gaming. So Call of Duty Vanguard Zombies mode, finally, we finally got some uh, a bit of a teaser of it. The next World War II themed Call of Duty installment is set for launch on November 5th. And as expected, it'll arrive with the usual tentpole modes in the form of a campaign, competitive multiplayer, Warzone, and bum 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 zombies. Yesterday, Activision shared a new trailer for the game that gave everyone their first look at the new Zombies mode and its main storyline. Developed by Trey Arch, this edition of Zombies will tie directly into the Dark Ether storyline seen in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Players once again will have to work together to survive as they confront the zombie horde and unearth all of the secrets hidden throughout the ruins of Stalingrad. I'm pretty excited. I just feel like uh, Zombies is, has such a place in my heart, sort of a nostalgic place in my heart that I'm, I'm excited to get a new, a new Zombies mode out there. Yeah, Charlie, I mean, I'm pretty hyped and I'm more of a campaign guy myself. But once I saw the trailer for this new zombie mode, it got me like wild up, ready to play. And if you like Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish is featured in the trailer. So you got to go check it out. Also in the gaming world, not to be outdone by its rival first person shooter competition from Activision, Electronic Arts and Dice dropped a new trailer for its upcoming release of Battlefield 2042. This exciting trailer showcased the game's debuting multiplayer mode, Hazard Zone, which is referred to as a tense squad-focused survival experience. Players will be contained within a four-man squad as they clash with opposing players' teams and occupying forces. The main objective of Hazard Zone is for teams to successfully locate and retrieve critical data drives scattered throughout the battlefield. Don't forget Battlefield 2042 releases on November 19th. And that does it for today's episode, guys. For more detail on these stories and more, check out 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. 